0: Welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Marco, with my, what's say, prickly co-host, Jessica.
1: Jessica.
0: How's it going, <laughs> Jessica?
1: <laughs> it's good. How are you? Pretty good. You want to
0: explain why we're going with prickly tonight? Yes.
1: I have a little tiny cactus wine glass identifier on my, on my wine glass.
0: It's a good place for it.
1: It is. It's cute. It's in a little pink container, and then it's a bright green cactus with the arms.
0: <laughs> i also have a cacti cactus identifier mine's in a blue pot mine kind of looks uh less like the little dude with the arms and more like a, a famous mouse in florida in california yep,
1: with a growth
0: with a growth so a tuma <laughs> on one ear maybe one that's been out in the desert where they're doing uh atomic testing
1: yeah but these are pretty cute i got them for my birthday they were a present and i thought today would be a good day to bust them out
0: it is a very appropriate day, and we'll get to that in a little bit, but let's start this like we always do. What are you drinking?
1: I am drinking a sweet rosé wine. It's called Social Butterfly, and it's from St. Julian Winery, mm. and I'm sure that it's full of carbs, but it tastes like fruit juice, so it's I'm going to do it. It's great. It's a nice so Southwest yummy.
0: Michigan uh, wine, too.
1: It is. Yeah. It's delicious. What are you having over there? I'm having whiskey. What kind of whiskey? I
0: am having uh, from Cat Copperca- the from Coppercraft Distillery in Holland, Michigan. A uh, it's their straight bourbon whiskey. This is actually mm. a it's really nice. It's a 97 proof whiskey, <laughs> and it sure doesn't taste like that. It is so smooth. It's so nice. This was a gift along with, and it's sitting on the table as well. Uh, the limited edition uh, Traverse City Whiskey Company's. Uh, bourbon that's been infused with apple and the two of them were a uh thank you gift from uh, a team in the hockey league last season Mm -hmm. and while i don't want to call out the the jersey names but i mean this was organized by dave okay and uh so big thank you to dave big thank you to his team we're lucky very lucky to have those girls and boys Mm -hmm. again we won't say the team name but uh Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Really love this. Have been wanting to try Copper Crafts whiskey for a while. I've had it mixed in cocktails at various places. In fact, there's a minor league baseball park that specializes in, I mean, they have one booth that specializes in uh, mixed drinks made with Copper Crafts products. Awesome. But I'd never had it by itself. So very excited about this. I've had the Traverse City whiskey uh, um, bourbon before, the cherry. Actually, Dave got me the uh, cherries. Thank you for the previous season. (laughs) <laughs> I've had the uh, the apple before. It's very good. I very much enjoy it. I'm very much looking forward to this new bottle of it as well. But uh, starting off with the uh, the bourbon tonight. Woohoo! So Jessica,
1: cheers! Cheers! I'll
0: try not to knock your uh, cactus off.
1: Mm-hmm. So good.
0: Well, we have plenty to uh, get caught up on before we dive into the main topic for tonight. We got another fun topic. Yeah. We usually try to avoid doing back-to-back foodie episodes, but um, you know the last episode was cocktail recipes and games for summertime, but that was for the over-21 crowd. This is just straight-up food recipes tonight. It's a taco episode. Taco, taco. It really is for all ages, although don't be enjoying the uh, the whiskeys and wines until you're of legal drinking age. <laughs> but we, we recorded that last episode early, mm-hmm. so there's been a, for us... You know, these are still going to, yeah, they're a little break for us, even though these are going to drop in our usual Monday night slot or Monday morning slots. Mm-hmm. And in that time between the last recording and this recording, Jess, we hit a huge milestone on our downloads.
1: Yeah, we hit 25,000 downloads. Yay.
0: Really blown away by all that. Uh, really excited when we started this. It's like, well, maybe, so. you know, we'll record this. We'll have fun. Maybe one or two people want to listen to us. Apparently, 25,000 and counting people have wanted to listen to us. Hooray! (laughs) We've got downloads that have been geotagged from around the world. Some of them show up as unknown on our uh, stat software, Mm -hmm. uh, so they can't locate it. But out of those that have been geotagged, it's North America, South America, Europe, and Asia.
1: Any Australia yet?
0: Oh, and Australia. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Just not Africa and not Mm. Antarctica. We need, oh, apparently those scientists, we need to bust
1: into those continents.
0: Yeah, the scientists need to tune into us.
1: Come on, scientists.
0: That are the, the unidentifiable ones.
1: That's probably it. Probably. Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
0: Pretty fun, pretty excited. So we're going to keep doing what people like and what we enjoy too. This has been uh, just over a year now that we've been doing this. And we've definitely gotten better. Those first episodes are a little bit rough to listen to. We don't want to spend too much time talking about this though. So Jess... Other things that have happened since the, our <laughs> last recording. Um, you had some fun at work. Actually, you had fun near work. We, we won't talk about inside work. the building. No. What happened outside the building?
1: The parking lot sort of caught on fire. Oh, so, a, How a does it bit.
0: sort of catch on fire? And it
1: wasn't our my, my actual building's parking lot. It was the parking... We share the space with a couple other businesses. And the business on the far edge away from my building... They had some mulch that some of my staff noticed was smoking quite heavily. (laughs) And one staff member in particular got very upset and she was just absolutely convinced that it would burst into flames and then... Creep across the parking lot and set our entire building on fire, and we would have no jobs come Monday morning. Now, were they
0: using that kind of mulch that's actually like shredded tires, but it looks like mulch because it's been dyed? Nope,
1: it was actual wood mulch. So it wasn't
0: like a low smoldering tire fire across the street. Yeah,
1: no, it was just like regular wood mulch, but it was smoking quite badly. So she actually ran out with a big bowl of water and tried to put it out. Well, then it didn't work. So then she came in and she told me because. I was the manager in charge of the building. My, my colleague wasn't there that day. It was just me. And she was like, look, the mulch is on fire over there. And I was like, hmm, I don't really see it. We were looking out my window and I have a straight shot to the mulch. And she goes, what do you mean you can't see it? It's right there. It's smoking heavily. And I was just like, OK, well, I'll just squint some more. And oh, oh I do see it. And I was like, okay, well, uh, I don't know if this warrants calling the fire department. Let's just go get some more water and try and dump it on there. Again, so she and I went and got more water. And then we ran it across the parking lot and got up close to it so I could really get a good look at it. And I saw that, yes, indeed, it really is smoking quite heavily. And there was nothing in or around it that would uh, cause it to do that. Like there were no cigarette butts or anything like that. I mean, Um, it has
0: been hot, not quite that hot, but it was
1: hot. It we was went from maybe freezing like 85 our last degrees episode, outside. Well, though. it's
0: been freezing at our last episode this week. It's actually been in the 90s. <laughs> it's so hot right now. But that day, like 85 degrees shouldn't Should cause, not mulch, cause
1: mulch to, to spontaneous, uh,
0: spontaneously combust. No.
1: So we dumped the water on it and I was like, yeah, this is uh, weird. I'm, I'm going to go inside and call my dad. And she just sort of looked at me funny. I was like, oh, I call my dad to ask him questions. He knows things. Uh, so I went inside and I called my dad and he had a good laugh over it. And then he said, look, um, you probably need to call the fire department. And I was hanging up the phone and she ran back in screaming, there were actual flames this time when I tried to dump water on it. And I was like, OK, I'm going to contact our uh, building like manager person.
0: Facilities manager. Facilities right? manager.
1: Thank you. For the term. So I contacted this person and I told him what the deal was, and he was like, Oh, that sounds bad. I'm gonna go ahead and call the fire department for no you. Sherlock. Because um they uh you know he wanted everybody to be safe. And so what I was thinking would happen, and what my, my staff were thinking would happen would be that he would call like the non emergency fire department because I made it very clear that the mulch was smoking and flames did shoot <laughs> out at one point, but it was mostly just smoldering. Um, and I guess is he did not... Is there in the area? What's going I don't, on? We don't know. Okay. Um, so I guess he... I have no idea what he said to the fire department, but it couldn't have been like, this is not an emergency, only send like the fire marshal. Um, apparently, he turned it into a, like a four alarm actual fire and 10 minutes later, there were two fire trucks Coming screaming down the street, the sirens were going and the lights were going, and they were going as fast as they possibly could. And they came whipping into the into the parking lot, and me and my two staff members that were left were like, "Oh my god, they are going to be so mad when they get out and can't find the fire." Were the clients gone at this? The point? clients were gone. Okay, the, the other staff were gone. It was just me and my two.
0: Working and training a little bit difficult.
1: Right. You no, know, this was definitely at the end of the day. Um so the fire department shows up and then a police officer shows up. And then about five minutes later, the fire marshal showed up. And all of these firemen hop out of the truck and they're in like full firefighting garb, ready to go to burst down like doors and save people from horrible On an eighty five degree day. Yeah, and so we were just standing there like, Oh god, they're us oh my god what do we do um (laughs) and And so finally finally like one of them noticed us and he was like you come here and i was like crap i have to handle this because i'm in charge and i was like look we didn't call you the facilities manager called you we have no idea what they said we did not want you to send all of these people though because it's just look see the mulch is smoldering and sort of sometimes flaming but not really and they were like, OK, so we got like a couple of phone calls about this and we weren't really sure what was going on. So we just came and we, they were like, show us because they couldn't even see it at this point. <laughs> and so they went over there and they showed the firemen and one fireman went back into the truck and he got like this big giant backpack and it had a hose and like a wand. So he we went over to it and he like really hosed it down with something. I don't know what. And then they all piled back up in their trucks and they left. And then the cop um, and then the police officer that was there, like, glared at us. And then he got back into his police car and he drove away. And I was like, we can never have an actual emergency because when we do, none of these people are coming back to save us. Um, yeah, so it was really exciting that day.
0: Wasn't that the, also the day with all the spiders?
1: Yes, it was. Um, we <laughs> we had our carpets shampooed at work because we work with little tiny kids and we're doing lots of potty training and kids are messy eaters and all that good stuff. So the carpet gets dirty fairly frequently. Kids are
0: just messy in They're general, just, you know. Without it's that stuff. messy,
1: and also staff. We are constantly knocking coffee over. It just happens. One day I accidentally spiked a coffee against the wall, and that was horrible. I cleaned it up, but still, it happened. Um, so we arranged to have our carpets cleaned. Well. In the process of having the carpets cleaned, apparently it stirred up quite a bit of spiders. And on the same day as the fire, uh, all of the staff were freaking out and kind of screaming and jumping out of their skin every few minutes because there would be like a massive spider that just magically appeared on the wall or was walking across the floor or along the edge of a trash can somebody was trying to use. And I finally said, enough. And I contacted our facilities manager and I said, we are having a spider problem. And he had arranged to um, send out the exterminator the same day as the fire. Uh, so right after the fire department left, the exterminator showed up, ready to hose the building down in, in anti-spider juice. So that was uh, <laughs> good. But in order to prepare for that, we had to move all of the toys and all of like the movable objects into two rooms where we decided not to ha- have sprayed for spiders. So that they could be safe on Monday when their clients came back. Uh, so it was a really fun day—spiders and sort of fires and angry firemen and police officers. Yay!
0: When you first told me all about this initially, I mean, there was lots of thoughts and it's like, okay, well, is the uh, are the flames coming from whatever he? The, spider juice as you put it <laughs> that he sprayed around the perimeter of the building is it somehow combustible and with the heat it's going but then you mentioned that it was the building across the parking lot with the mulch that was bursting into flame so that didn't make any sense but uh i did screenshot the text from that day and this is in rapid order what came in from you mm-hmm. the parking lot is sort of on fire and the fire department is being called an exterminator is coming to hose the place down for spiders the internet note system just tried to crash I need a large drink when I finally get the expletive deleted. Out of here. I respond with, how is it sort of on fire? Is the floor lava too? And you come back with also my office is buried in toys. And that that's just what it's like to be married to a behavior analyst. It really is. That's the kind of messages I get from my wife. And it's that she the- gets back from me.
1: <laughs> my job's really fun. I do love it. It's great.
0: Our marriage is fun. <laughs>
1: it's pretty. Nice. It's kind of, <laughs> this is good. The
0: exchanges are—they're pretty not hilarious. always G-rated, but they're pretty funny.
1: Yep. Um. Let's see. This week, though, at work, I was eating lunch with a client, and he decided to use his cheesy rice as confetti and flung it all over the kitchen. And by the time I like got over there to sort of like help him eat nicely, he had flung it all over the bench that I then sat on. Um. And so, like, I knew that I had rice on my butt, but I didn't know how bad it was, and I sort of, like, brushed off my butt, and then I was walking around, and then I had to go talk to my boss about something else, and she was mid-sentence, and I was, like, feeling back there, and I I just spun around really quick, and I was like, hey, do I have, like, more rice still stuck on my butt? And she was like, hey, boss lady, check out my butt. She was like, ooh, uh, yeah, you're gonna need to go to the bathroom (laughs) and clean that. And I was like, oh, that sounds bad. And she goes, it's not of course, so, it
0: wasn't one of the days I, where you wore jeans no, or even I khakis. In... They would have kind of blended in because you have light colored khakis. <laughs> this was your black, the blackest navy. of black pants you have. Navy oh, Whatever. Mm-hmm. They are so, so navy they look black.
1: Yes, they're very dark navy, but still navy. Um, So I went to the bathroom, took off my pants, and I flipped them over to get a good look at it. And I was like, holy crap. No amount of like scraping with my fingernails and water is going to get this off. Also, they'll be soaked and I can't run around with wet pants. So then I had to put my cheesy, crusty pants back on and just run around the building for the next four hours with all over my pants. And um, everybody pointed it out to me. And I was like, I know I can't do anything about it. I don't have extra pants.
0: Kids and staff pointing it out.
1: Just just the staff. The kids don't care. Yeah. Mm-mm, they're oblivious to that. Well, this even is, yesterday <laughs> you came nice home me.
0: with a different outfit that he left because you had uh, it was you had, went, went in jeans, but you had a very nice top on. You come home and you got a T-shirt on.
1: Uh, I can't get into the details, but it involved a lot of snot, Ew. and I don't. Yeah, and so, a shower. Fortunately, when you get home. though, I do have an extra shirt that I keep at work, um, so I was able to change into that yesterday, and that was very nice for me. Mm-hmm. What do you got?
0: Well, it, this was the last week of school for the kids, and we'll get into that uh, actually next episode. I want. Well, I mean, if we recap everything, we're going to be doing that the whole episode. So we've oh. got some uh, end of the year stuff we'll get into next week. Uh, we just had the uh, MHSAA track and field state finals. So that was kind of exciting. We didn't go for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. We were involved because I have stepped down from coaching. But one of uh, my former runners, who was actually a guest on episode, what was that, 23, right before cross country, Allie competed. She qualified for state in the two mile, the 3200, mm-hmm. as a freshman. She went, she ran, she placed just outside the medal. She was upset with herself because she ran 16 seconds off her qualifying time. It's like, well, and she was all beating herself up, according to her mom, who's also the coach. And I'm like, wait a minute. Crazy hot day. Yeah, so hot. I believe the expression that we usually use amongst ourselves is hot as balls. <laughs> Uh, crazy hot, had to sit out there all day, goes out and runs with top competition and ran a very, very, very good race. So really excited for her. We were, we were here in town, but I was watching it online, uh, and waiting for the numbers to come in. So kudos to Allie. Uh, I've gotten back into outdoor running. I kept putting it off, putting it off. And part of that is, uh, the kids... You know, I got kid one or kid four here and I can't take off and go out for an outdoor run. And by the time kid one's back to help babysit, it's late in the evening, it's hot or we got stuff to do. But now with them out of school, I've been getting up and starting to run outside. Frustrated with my times and my pace because I've been on the treadmill so much that, of course, my gait, my stride length has shrunk, which always happens every winter. Mm-hmm. So I'll be working on that because as we head into summer race season... Very excited about that. Uh, We had the hockey draft. That was getting ready to go just before we uh, recorded our last episode. Uh, It was a quick, frantic thing because hockey, beer league hockey players are such procrastinators. It's like, how many teams are we going to have? How many leagues are we going to have? What's going on? Putting it all together. Got it done. I had last minute change in location of the draft. Made it all work. Teams are set up. Season's going. Uh, I just have a note on here to myself. Talk about hockey drama llamas. Well, there's just hockey drama because that's what we do in beer league. We have, you know, there's more, drama? there's more, more drama action than there is puck, pucks on the ice action.
1: That's not good. Yeah,
0: it's what happens. It's adult league sports. That's that's what goes on. Okay. But we're we're but we're getting through all the uh, the drama stuff. So uh, the hockey season's off and going. I don't want to spend too much more time on that. But uh, the nice part is, uh, you know. Sometimes it comes with whiskey when people are happy with how it's going. Not everyone's always happy with the way things are going. Everyone's got an opinion.
1: Well, this at least makes everybody's opinion tolerable.
0: I know. But there's, you know, with multiple leagues, there's multiple things going on. And of course, everyone thinks that their drama is the most important thing what's going on. It it was busy uh, away from hockey. So a lot of stress going on with that. And then when people chime in with stupidity, mounting on more stupidity, mounting on more drama, mounting on uh the occasional legitimate complaint mm-hmm. um it just piles up so it was one it was a hell of a week uh, i'm so thankful for the weekend and then uh, my uh my i think my last note i have on here i think we hit everything else uh is a bit of a sad point for you but hilarious to me but also sad jessica you're a thief
1: i'm not a thief oh i am you're,
0: you're a thief you got caught I'd say red-handed, but it involves shoes. You red-footed, red-footed. You stole your daughter's sandals. Mm-hmm. You were wearing kid ones flip-flops. They're comfy,
1: and they fit my feet. <laughs> That's
0: the scary part.
1: <laughs> it's the scary part. Uh, yeah. She bought some flip-flops a couple of weeks ago, and my foot started hurting because I'm experiencing a little plantar fasciitis, and that is that sucks. Um. So I I was looking at the shoes available, and I was like, these look squishy. And I put it on my foot, and I was like, oh, it feels so nice on my foot. And then I got a good look at the shoes, and I was like, um, these are not mine. These are kid number ones. And I, this is not okay. Why are her feet as big as mine? What is happening right now? I'm not okay with it.
0: I'm not okay with it growing up, but I think it's hilarious
1: because they (laughs) are So.
0: So I guess kid one needs to go get some new flip-flops. No,
1: I need to get some new flip-flops so that she can just have her flip-flops.
0: You know, well, we're right on the verge of summer youth hockey starting. And yesterday, so this summer, she is signed up for goalie camp. Mm -hmm. But also, as we call him affectionately, Mr. Rink Owner suggested, (laughs) hey, to work on her skating skills for the girls clinic, she should skate out. I'm like, Okay. So the, yesterday I had her try on her player gear which she hasn't worn in over a year mm-hmm. and most of it fit she has to shimmy a bit to get into her hockey pants hmm because she's and she's just part of it is she's just taller yeah. They uh they come just to right amount on her knee. If she grows another inch or so, she'll have outgrown those. Her forearm elbow combination pads are a little short, but for a skills and drills thing, it'll be okay. But then I pulled out her player stick, and when you're in your skates and she had her skates on, it should come to the bottom of your chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about the center of her sternum? <laughs> So I'm like oh crap! Well, luckily <laughs> I still had more. I bought that in a three pack, so I had more that I hadn't cut yet. That's good. So I went and grabbed it, pull it out, and it's like exactly at the bottom of her chin. I'm like, okay, so let's be glad you're still playing goalie, because if you were to play skate out and by fall, we'd have to buy her more sticks.
1: Great. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Kids are so expensive.
1: No, kids that play hockey are so expensive.
0: <laughs> kids who play goalie are. You have the nickname Second Mortgage.
1: I don't find this funny.
0: No. So let's get into something happy. Okay. Let's talk tacos. 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 Let's do a little transition music and then we'll get into Taco Talk. Taco, Taco. Jessica. Marco. Let's start off Taco Talk. This taco episode with a taco lightning round. Okay. Hard or soft shell?
1: Uh, it depends on the day. Usually soft, but sometimes hard.
0: I, I There is occasionally I'll go for a hard shell, but typically U- I go with usually the soft. soft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Corn or flour tortilla?
1: Flour, 100% flour. You know, with me,
0: it varies on what we're having. Uh, usually flour but if we're doing fish tacos i actually like the the texture of a corn and the way they hold up yeah for low carb options because you and i like to do the low carb diet Mm -hmm. lettuce or specialty tortilla
1: i really like the specialty tortilla i know that they're a little bit more expensive than lettuce but i like that it feels the same as eating a regular taco so I'm gonna go for the specialty tortilla.
0: I agree with you because it's uh, it has the texture, the taste, the feel, it tricks the brain into hey, I'm eating, I'm eating a tortilla. It just has fewer carbs in it. Whereas with lettuce, it's like I'm having a lettuce wrap. I feel like I'm doing right. you an unwitch. <laughs> an unwich. I feel like uh, um, I'm doing some sort of lettuce cup with like Korean uh, barbecued beef or something. Mm-hmm. No, I that specialty tortilla makes it feel like a, a taco. Steak or ground beef?
1: Ground beef, always. See, I'll go with the steak. No. Yeah. No. Chicken or pork? Mm. Mm. This is the
0: slowest lightning ever.
1: Sorry. They're both good. Um, um I'm going to go with chicken. I'll
0: go with pork.
1: Shredded chicken.
0: I'll go with carnitas. They are good. Fish tacos. No. No. <laughs> fried fish like breaded and fried or baked i said no or raw (laughs) ceviche ceviche (laughs) no i would go with usually fried fish but uh i also like just uh pan seared or baked or smoked i do like a nice shrimp taco too
1: shrimp tacos are good
0: staying on the topic of fish tacos Cheese or no cheese?
1: Ew, cheese does not go on seafood. <gasps> of any kind, it does not go on fish. It does not go on shellfish. You keep the cheese off of it.
0: I like it with cheese, but no. I want the I want the the fresh Mexican crumbly cheese. It's the right amount of salty. Uh, it's got the nice texture to go with it. I definitely wouldn't put be putting like a mozzarella or Monterey Jack or something like that on that, and definitely not that like almost glow in the dark. Velveeta, Ew, nacho you cheese. You shouldn't crap. put Velveeta on anything. It's well, whatever disgusting. that stuff was that you ate in the dorm room, like oh, your yeah. dorm diet. Dorm nacho cheese. Dorm nacho dorm cheese. Nacho is cheese. Good. You get in like stadium nachos. Not cheese. Velveeta, though. Whatever. Uh, it doesn't go on the fish.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't.
0: <laughs> guac or no guac?
1: Okay, so I love guacamole. I will eat it all day, every day, but I will not eat it on a taco because it's a side.
0: Uh, I like it. I like it on tacos, and I, I don't think it should be extra.
1: I don't think it should be extra either, but I want it on the side, not in my taco.
0: Margarita on the rocks or frozen?
1: Oh, geez. Frozen. It's just more fun.
0: It is more fun, but I like it on the rocks.
1: I like it on the rocks, too, but frozen is just more fun.
0: Margarita from a mix or fresh squeezed ingredients?
1: Fresh, fresh squeezed ingredients.
0: You don't like that night bright neon green dyed stuff?
1: I will drink it. It's just the fresh stuff is better. Yeah, it is.
0: Margarita, salt rimmed or sugar rimmed?
1: No rim. Oh. I don't. I don't like having the texture of grainy things on my lips.
0: I like the salt rimmed, especially when it's like a seasoned salt too.
1: Ew, no, I don't.
0: Favorite, and this is what we're going to talk about throughout this uh, this episode to kind of speed things up. We're going to call them taco cousins. Those are things made from the same ingredients but assembled in a different order, given a different name. So, what is your favorite taco cousin?
1: It's nachos.
0: <laughs> What's yours? Mine would be the burrito.
1: Burritos are also good.
0: But I also love enchiladas. Taquitos. Quesadillas.
1: I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's more, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: sure there is but I'm out.
0: <laughs> okay. So that uh that's uh, getting us leading us into this taco episode where it's tacos and as we were gonna call them just to speed things up, taco cousins. So um, we're gonna go through we got some recipes, we got some stories.
1: And this is why we have cacti today. Yes, it is. Yay! Okay.
0: (laughs) So, how about a bonus lightning question? Do you like pickled cactus on your uh, tacos? I don't. Have you ever tried pickled cactus on your tacos? I have, yes. And it it depends on how... How was it? I've had good pickled cactus and bad. It just really depends on who made it and if they did a good job with it. Mm. If it's done right, it's actually quite tasty.
1: Okay, I'll have to believe you.
0: Round one on this taco talk... We're gonna talk about breakfast. Breakfast tacos or taco cousins.
1: Breakfast tacos.
0: Just, why don't you lead Yum. us off with your favorite breakfast uh, breakfast item that's a taco or taco cousin?
1: It's super easy. I use a low carb flour tortilla, and then I make some scrambled eggs and I make some ground up like breakfast sausage. and I mix them together and then I stick them inside of the tortilla. And I sprinkle it with cheese, and then I eat it, and it goes in my belly, and it makes me so happy. Anyways, it's just a breakfast uh, taco. You can put anything in there, make it fun. You can put stuff on top of it, like tomatoes, but its I don't think tomatoes are a breakfast food, so they don't go in my breakfast tacos. But there are
0: leftover from whatever we're having the night before, salad, <clears throat> hamburgers, whatever. It's also a great time to, like, clean out the fridge.
1: Yeah. What do you like?
0: Mine is also similar to that. Uh, Mine's a breakfast burrito, a low-carb breakfast burrito. So I've got the eggs, ham, jalapenos, onions, cheese are my most common one with the low-carb tortilla. I'll take the tortilla. I'll put it in a plastic bag or between paper towels. I'll put it in the microwave for about 10 seconds just to make it warmed up and pliable. I'll heat up my cast iron skillet. Uh, I'll scramble two or three eggs. As I'm cooking that, I'll also throw in some ham or Canadian bacon, depending on what we got around. Uh, if we have jalapeno, say we were having something, hamburgers or hot dogs or something with jalapeno in it the night before, dice that up really small, throw that in, maybe some leftover onion, put it all in there, scramble it up, put it in the burrito, throw in some cheese, fold it up like a little blanket, mm-hmm. left side, you know, everything's in the middle, so left side, right side, and then tuck in the ends, and I got a little burrito pocket.
1: Yum. Do
0: you Ready put anything to on top of it? Hot sauce. In the morning. I'll fill hot sauce in the morning. I've even done sriracha in the morning on omelets. But this I will usually, especially a, a smoky hot sauce. Ew. Yep. Okay. Simple enough. But it's really what's round. It's a great time to clean out the fridge. You can use up those leftovers. The main thing is eggs is the core piece. Yeah.
1: Got to have those eggs.
0: As we do each round of this, we're going to do something I'm calling taco tails. <laughs> okay. Entertain us with a, a a tale from your college days and eating tacos. Something that stands out from either undergrad or graduate school.
1: I'm going to go with grad school. Uh, you and I got into a big habit of going to <laughs> Qdoba.
0: Oh, Lord. Yes.
1: After a night class that we had at Florida State, we went every single week on the same night. And their schedule of like employees didn't change that much. And there was always one woman that used to wait us on us and she always by the time of like mid-semester, by mid-semester, she had figured out what we were always going to get. And she was like, oh, it's you. You want your usual, which is a ground beef burrito with pico and cheese. And that's it. It's so good. Um, and she would just like whip it up really fast for me. And it was always fantastic with a little side of guac. Yum. But seriously, every single week it was go to Qdoba, get that.
0: There was an entire year there because we had class on that same night. Yeah. my class, or you and I would go to Qdoba. Yep. I'd always get my side of queso.
1: I had the guac, so we yeah. really shared. It's good. How about you?
0: Uh, well, I'm going to stick with the the fast food tales with this. Okay. Because Qdoba is fa- faster. It is. Uh, in college, as an undergrad, I, w- I was down from Michigan Tech. I was visiting you, and I had my first experience with Taco Bell. And So I must sound so minute. incredibly sheltered that my first experience with Taco Bell was in college.
1: <laughs> it is pretty bad. It is
0: pretty bad. Uh, I had never gone to Taco Bell before and you, I was I do not understand
1: you. how this is possible because like I ne- we're from here. There was a Taco Bell there when was we Taco were in Bell. high school. It so. was next
0: to Pizza Hut. Right. I'd been to Pizza Hut plenty of times. I driven through just, the Taco I'm Bell part
1: that none of you went to Taco Bell.
0: Nothing about Taco Bell's menu looked appealing. It's like even weird. with the the tricks they play with food photography made me go mm-hmm <laughs> gotta get me some of that okay i just i don't know my parents didn't eat there so we didn't eat there growing up so uh but i was down visiting you and we were starving And you're like let's go to taco bell you got your car here and we went and we ordered 20 tacos
1: 20
0: tacos and i'm like dear lord because like when my parents made tacos growing up was, they were either hard shell but most often they were soft shell but they were the burrito sized blankets yeah and we were making stuff like like ginormous street tacos which are usually the smaller than the palm of your hand so we load these things up and they were just re- but with a nice horseshoe shape of a taco so they were huge and i'm thinking 20 like 10 each no way and i didn't realize that these things were just tiny little They're
1: tiny tacos
0: and then of course uh after that you know taco bell became a, a regular thing especially on the weekends yeah because like,
1: did you like it you did
0: it was all right you like, liked it when you're in a cer- certain you know When you've been having the drinks, it it serves a function and it's cheap. It fits the budget.
1: (laughs) Oh, for sure. And also you
0: load up on the sauce packets because you can use those to help change the flavor of ramen.
1: Yes, you can. Mm -hmm.
0: But yeah. Oh, that was my first experience with Taco Bell was eating 10 Taco Bell tacos in your dorm room. I'm
1: pretty sure that I did not know that that was your first experience with Taco Bell. I don't think you told me. I was a Taco
0: Bell virgin. Yeah. You took my Taco Bell cherry. That sounds disgusting. (laughs)
1: It might also
0: be something on their menu. That's (laughs) so gross. Okay then. Moving on to round two. (laughs) Round two.
1: Round two.
0: Just what's uh let's dive into weeknight uh weeknight in a rush tacos or taco cousins. Something when we're in a rush, it's busy, we've got four kids, we got things going in every direction. You're coming home with like rice stained navy blue pants. Yep. Or tons of laundry we got places to go once you're home what's your go-to
1: Homie, taquitos with shredded chicken
0: Ooh, are you making your chicken from stri- are you making your chicken from scratch
1: you can or you can just get like a rotisserie chicken and shred it up when you get home
0: or sometimes too right next to the rotisserie chicken mm-hmm. there's there's the... already
1: shredded chicken yeah it's ready to go rotisserie
0: chickens that they shredded and... which
1: makes it even faster um anyways you get your meat home you throw some seasoning in it um, you get your low carb tortillas because that's what we use, and you put the meat and the cheese on the inside. Make them into nice little rolls,
0: tight rolls, like tight a little cigar size. Yep,
1: you want them to be that size, and then you pop them into the oven for just long enough to sort of brown the tops and melt the cheese on the inside.
0: it What helps with the browning too is you spray them. I mean, you can spray them with non-cooking non-cook, spray. I'm not wild about that. I'd rather if you've got a, like a little Mister mm-hmm. mist olive oil or avocado oil right across the top and that'll help get you that nice crunch on the outside you can also brush lightly brush you don't want to drench these things lightly brush them with olive oil or avocado oil and that'll help with that crisping the browning
1: Mm -hmm. anyways pull them out of the oven and then you can you can either eat them naked which i like to do or if you're feeling fancy you can put like pico de gallo and guacamole on top of them or have it on the side to dip in which is what i like to do with my guac um yeah, it's it's super fast, super easy. It fills everybody up. They're great. What do you have for night two? <laughs>
0: Round two, taco weeknight in a rush tacos our ground turkey tacos, yes. and this is a, a really a good go to for us on lot on Taco Tuesday. So I'll take uh, we'll get the ground turkey that at Costco, and they have it in the the little cubes. It'd be like four cubes to a pack, and they get perforated on the plastic. So I'll take we'll throw them in the freezer. One package of that in the morning, I'll throw that in a bowl of water. leave it on the counter, and Mm -hmm. it'll thaw real fast. By lunchtime, And I'm ready to – I'll either season it then during my lunch break because I work from home, or um, I'll just throw it in the fridge until later. To season it, I pull it out, put it in a bowl, and then I just eyeball the seasoning. You need a little cumin. Oh, we need some chili powder. What else do we want tonight? Um, A little garlic maybe. Little paprika, maybe what do we feel like? We just, you know, I just kind of like, what looks right? What makes it smell right? I'll have a few kids come by and put their nose near the bowl. I'm like, does that smell like tacos? And if they say no, it's not quite right, I'll tweak it some more. Or usually they go, like, Yeah, it's good. And then uh cover it with like saran wrap and put it in the fridge until it's time to cook. When it's time to cook, I take out my pan, uh, throw in uh about half a tablespoon of avocado oil let it heat up and then throw it in and cook it up. Nice for really in a rush. Once it's cooked, you put it in a bowl, put it on the table. Everyone assembles their tacos. We got shredded cheese ready to go. Uh, while it was cooking, I'm probably also dicing up some tomatoes or some jalapeno, some onions, bell peppers. Actually, the kids don't even like their bell peppers cooked. They just want it. They just want to raw. eat the
1: crunchy raw peppers.
0: If we've got lettuce left over from salads, whether it be spinach or arugula or something, that's ready to go, and it's quick and easy and versatile and uses up a lot of leftovers. Yes. If you text and you're like got stuck in traffic and I've got a little bit more time, I might put a low carb sauce on it a little bit mm-hmm. to thicken it up. But if we're tight on time, it's as soon as that ground turkey is cooked all the way through and in crumbles it's ready to go awesome simple i mean really simple and yep. fast well for our next round of taco tales jess taco we're staying on the uh, i you you touched or actually i touched on it before that crazy from a bag nacho cheese uh you get it in sports stadiums and other places yeah just the goo
1: i don't even know what it's called it just Everybody uses the same kind.
0: Everybody knows what it is. Yep. It's uh, not Velveeta. You know, at some point, you should write a book nope. about your your diet habits. Your first weight loss trick was to get pregnant because you, from the time that you went to your first appointment with pregnant with Kid One to when you checked into the hospital to deliver her, you were down 20 pounds, even though you were nine months pregnant. Yep. And then you had the, also your undergrad diet plan. It wasn't a plan, but it just worked out. How did you avoid the freshman 15, Jessica?
1: Oh, I ate nachos, like, <laughs> nonstop while I was at Western. Um, if I wasn't eating nachos, it was because it was chicken salad sandwich day, and I was eating that instead. But I did not love the hot meals that they provided us in the dorm, but the nachos were always available. <laughs> Your dad was so and- pissed that
0: he was paying the room and board fees for college and he found out you were just eating nachos and well you had cereal for breakfast
1: cereal is always awesome
0: cereal and nachos wrong
1: with it also you can take like a giant plastic container of it back to your room and eat it all day (coughs) Mm -hmm. same thing with nachos um you get one giant plastic container and you stick the nacho chips in it and then you get another one and you fill it up with cheese and then you can eat nachos for a really long time in your room (laughs) without having to go anywhere (laughs) Um, None of this, by the
0: way, screams weight loss because it's it's, like chips and some sort of like viscous, some sort of cheese type product and sitting around and doing nothing in your room. Okay,
1: so that's the thing, though. I wasn't actually sitting around doing nothing in my room. I lived on campus and my classes were in all kinds of directions. So I was doing a fair amount of walking every single day to get to all of my classes. Um, And I'm pretty sure. Oh, wait,
0: you didn't go to that.
1: That's, we're not going to talk about
0: waterworks. <laughs> We've herbics. talked about waterworks before. Wasn't that part of the fail, or I don't epic know. fails episode?
1: If it wasn't, it should have been. Um. Anyways, I ate the nachos and I lost a shit ton of weight and I shouldn't have. It doesn't make any sense, but I did and it worked. I do not recommend you do that. I'm pretty sure if I did that today, it would not work at all. Nope. Not at all, but it was super yummy, and I was always happy to go and get my nachos, unlike, like, whatever the hot meal of the day was. Ew. Usually it was gross. And then another thing about my nachos from Western, people like to um put the cheese directly on top of the nachos, but that on top of the chips, but that's not a really good way to do it because if you don't eat them fast enough, your chips get soggy inside the cheese, and they just sort of fall apart, and they don't taste very good because it's like eating mush. So you get the cheese on the side and then you can dip each chip into the cheese and get the perfect amount for the perfect nacho-y bite.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you have for your fast story number two?
0: Oh, my taco tail. My real quick t- yeah, taco sorry, tail. taco tail. All right. Um, mine actually was after college, after grad school. when We were up in D.C. And the first company I worked for up there, we were in the Ballston neighborhood. Mm -hmm. of Arlington and on uh, Fridays uh, either for lunch or after work uh, going out for happy hour then you would come up and meet up Uh, usually it was after work go to happy hour and then eventually have dinner there we'd go to this place down the street uh, Uncle Julio's and they had really good margaritas on the rocks
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, that was their their house margarita it was fresh squeezed lemon and lime juice Outstanding. We would get some tacos, but the other thing I loved to get there were the frog legs. I don't even know if they're on the menu there anymore. But the back we don't even know if that on,
1: place still exists.
0: I think it still does. Okay. But at that time, I loved getting the frog legs along with an order of tacos, and of course, the margaritas.
1: The frog legs were really weird. They're just like chicken wings. It, it, they were good. It's just it's uh, yep. You know you're eating frog because they tell you. If they didn't tell me, I'd probably have been like, yeah, this chicken is really good. Kind of tiny, but good.
0: (laughs) They were outstanding. Mm -hmm. Love, love the frog legs. And, of course, the margaritas. 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 Weren't you going to have a margarita for this?
1: I was supposed to, and I didn't because I had wine, and it's really, really yummy. I have a cactus, though, on the side of mine. There you
0: go. How's your wine holding out?
1: Uh, It's almost gone. Almost gone. So sad.
0: All right, Jessica. Round three, any night, as long as we got some time to cook it. The last round was weeknight. We're in a rush. What could we do fast? And by the way, when you're doing your taquitos, uh, what temperature were you cooking those at?
1: You can just throw them in at like 400 for, I don't know, like eight to 10 minutes. Well,
0: and your chicken's already cooked. So you're really exactly. just peeking at it, waiting for it. You the really are just browning it and
1: melting the cheese. Yeah. That's all there is to it.
0: All right. Well, for round three, we're doing any night as long as you got some time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, what do you want to lead off with? You ready? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you uh, you tell us about your any night taco dish, or taco re- taco related dish, or taco cousin dish. Yep. While I um, I'm gonna pour a little bit of this apple bourbon. Oh. Yeah, from Traverse City Whiskey Company.
1: Woo-hoo. All right. So the taco casserole slash salad you don't have to bake it in the oven if you don't want to you could just make like a taco salad out of it um so you're gonna need your meat i like to use ground beef because it's my favorite but you can use chicken you can use pork whatever you want um you're gonna want to cook you could
0: use lamb if you want to get exotic i mean i guess you could i don't want to eat greek tacos
1: but other people might love them so you're gonna cook up your ground beef and you're also gonna cook up some onion and some red bell pepper and you need a little taco seasoning. You can make it yourself, or you can buy the prepackaged kind. Whatever floats your boat. If you're doing low carb, make sure you check out those numbers on the back because lots of them are high in carbs. And if you're also, not, also sodium have fun. in them is can be very high. Um, you can use the powder or the like. Frontera makes really good taco seasoning, um, but they're liquids. They're not like a powder. Yeah, seasoning. it's a sauce. Um, yeah, a sauce. Thanks. <laughs> It's a liquid.
0: Frontera being uh, Rick Bayless's thing. Yes. By the way, in Chicago, what's behind Frontera Grill?
1: Three Dots and a Dash.
0: Favorite tiki bar. It's so good. Yeah, down the alley.
1: Love Three Dots and a Dash. You should go there. It's fun.
0: We've spoken about it before. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Okay. So after your meat and your onions and your peppers are are cooked up and browned, um, you're going to take out a casserole dish and you're going to put the ground beef and the peppers and the onions on the bottom. And then you are going to put a little uh, cheese or a lot of cheese on top and you can put some sour cream in there if you like it. If you don't, you can omit that part. You're going to bake it in the oven. You'll want to have your oven set to 350 and you can bake it for 10 to 15 minutes. You're looking to melt the cheese. You want it nice and gooey. Just kidding. Don't put the sour cream in before you bake it. That's gross. That would be gross. It would be like super melty. It, don't do that. It's gross. Um, anyways, once your...
0: How's the wine? <laughs>
1: it's good. <laughs> once your uh, ground beef and your cheese are nice and melty, take it out of the oven and then put your sour cream on top put more cheese on top of it and then you're going to put your toppings on so you can have lettuce and tomatoes or pico de gallo black olives jalapenos cilantro um whatever you like to put on tacos you can put on top of your taco casserole and then it's done it's nice and colorful and beautiful and you're ready to eat it you can eat it with chips or you can like we do you can just use your fork and take bites out of it it's good
0: do you want to make it for us tonight
1: no it's hot I don't even want to eat food tonight. (laughs) Well,
0: that's not good to hear since dinner's already in the the crock pot. Then why are you
1: asking me if dinner's already cooking? Why are you asking me if I want to make a taco casserole?
0: Just to mess with you. Stop it. Because the wine's hitting you.
1: Anyways, what do you have for any night, any time?
0: Any night with time.
1: Any night with time.
0: uh, That would be my shredded pork tacos.
1: Do tell. Aren't we having these tonight? Uh, The kids are having
0: sliders. Shredded pork sliders, and you and I are having shredded pork tacos with it. Taco tacos. My arms hurt. (laughs) Why do your arms hurt? Lifting clients?
1: (laughs) Lifting clients. It's a workout plan. It is. Lift those little tiny humans. (laughs) It's good.
0: All right. My shredded pork tacos. So you're going to get a um, four to five pounds of, because we want leftovers, and we got a six. Well, there's six of us in this family. Uh, boneless or semi-boneless pork shoulder, also known as a Boston butt. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, the Boston butt is not from the pigs. (laughs) It's a butt. It's not their butt. It's their shoulder, usually the front shoulder.
1: Then it should be called Boston shoulder, not Boston butt.
0: It is a pork shoulder, also known as a Boston butt roast. It shouldn't be called a butt then. Well,
1: Who thought of this?
0: I don't know. It's really rough when the kids can read and they see the label (laughs) and they're like, we're eating <laughs> they know not they say we're eating butt tonight this tastes like
1: butt <laughs> and
0: then the butt jokes get going from there
1: yeah kid number three especially
0: oh my god last night was poop everything in fact to the point where they hear like there's a town in hawaii called poopoo Poo.
1: kid number three went to timeout a couple of times during dinner last night because i had a rough day that you was
0: came home covered in boogers pretty disgusting
1: because that happens sometimes, and I did not want to hear about any sort of bodily anything at dinner, and kid number three just was kept not going and going and going with the poop jokes, and I finally said enough. Called time timeout. Goodbye.
0: <sighs> oh, you're almost like Fizz. Okay. I said good day. I said good day.
1: <laughs> I said good day.
0: I said good day. All right, my shredded pork taco. So I take four to five pound uh, uh, Boston butt roast, pork shoulder. What are
1: you looking at? The copper craft. What about it? Oh, you want some? I want some. Just okay. Just a little
0: tiny bit. You're though. pointing like, is there a spider or what's going on?
1: No more spiders.
0: All right. It is quite good. Once <laughs> again, thank you, Dave and team. hmm <laughs> Lucky to have those girls and boys.
2: hmm
0: <laughs> Can I get on with my recipe? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you take that, uh, take that out. Let it start warming up a little bit uh, over on your cutting board counter. Something covered because it is raw pork. Uh, you're going to do a rough chop on an onion or two. Put that at the bottom of your crock pot. That also just keeps your roast from sitting on the bottom. Mm-hmm. I also like to take garlic. You know, a lot of these recipes call for one clove or two in our case because we're Italian. me I'm naturally Italian by marriage. You by marriage. Uh, that actually means like six to eight. Yep. <laughs> take it's those good. out. Do it, people. Smash them with your knife and then <clears throat> mince it really small. Throw that in. Then you're going to take your seasoning of choice, whether that be a barbecue seasoning, nice pork seasoning, taco seasoning, something you've created seasoning. Just like Jessica said, watch the salt content because some of the store-bought ones are like, oh, this is a great deal. It's a great price. Yeah, because this is pretty much salt with some flavoring. Yep. Uh, you want some salt. You just don't want, like, pure sodium, <laughs> sodium overload. You want to get it for the flavors. Uh, you can also go out, if you got your herb garden going, get some fresh ones in there, Minster. Do that. we have
1: cilantro in our herb? We do
0: have cilantro. That's what I use awesome. to garnish it at the end. Uh, rub that thing up. Now, here's what you can do. If you've got tons of time, take out your cast iron skillet, heat that thing up on high, and then you're going to quickly sear each of the sides that hold in the flavor the juices and get kind of a burnt-in effect of um, barbecue. If you don't have time, hey, just put it right in on top of your onions and garlic and then you're going to pour in one and a half ounces of sorry not one and a half ounces one and a half cups of uh (laughs) chicken bone broth or chicken stock whatever you got in the fridge i also like to put in a one tablespoon sorry one teaspoon of liquid smoke to get the help with that barbecue sensation even though it's going in the crock pot close it up and put it in for about eight hours just on low. Let it go. Let it go. When it's done, pull it out. Put it. We have a cutting board that actually has like a little moat around it because the juices are going to come off of it. But you pull it out, put it on something because it's going to be leaking juices for about 20 minutes so it can kind of rest. The juices can come back to the center. And while it's doing that, turn your crockpot up on high and what's left over, that jus, let it start reducing. And during this time, also... Turn on your broiler in your oven. Okay. Once it's done resting, take out. I've got these big Wolverine looking barbecue claws for shredding things. You can take some forks, but just shred it. I like forks. It should just be fall apart. Yep. Shred it all up. Put it on a baking sheet, a rimmed baking sheet. Throw it under the broiler for three to five minutes. You just want to crisp up the ends. You don't want to dry it out. Mm -hmm. Pull it out. And then you've got the jus, you can drizzle that over it. So you get the crispy bits, but you get the soaking juices on it. And then serve it. And it's like, it's tacos. So, you, of course, you've got some, you can either get store bought pico de gallo or your own pico de gallo that brings in a nice little bit of asso. So you've got the, the lime juice, diced tomatoes, a little bit of jalapeno and onion. Sprinkle a little cilantro over it. You can, of course, have cheese. The kids love the cheese. Kid four, especially Kid four when you sit there, to like, nom, 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 <laughs> cheese. It's like, come on, could you eat some meat or <laughs> nope. a shell or something? it works in soft shell or hard shell and we've used the low carb uh, tortilla options again we usually whatever we usually have something for l- lettuce and salads throughout the week so whether it's arugula or spinach or spring mix or whatever sprinkle that all over the top and I mean, it's a blank canvas have fun with it it's so good but it's a, it's a really easy but it does take time because it's going to take 8 hours to cook and yeah, but a it's little bit of prep. Time. In,
1: it's cooking in the crock pot. So you are available once it's prepped to do other things all day yeah, long. Yeah,
0: all the work goes in on the front end and then after it comes out of the crock pot. Yep. And that's it. And so that's what we're doing tonight. You and I are having <clears throat> shredded pork tacos, basically a easy lazy version of carnitas. And the kids are we'll put a little bit of uh, barbecue sauce on it for them, and they have buns and they're gonna have uh, pulled pork sliders. Super. Well, we're we're on this round three, uh Jessica. Marco. Strangest taco you've ever had.
1: Okay, I don't eat strange food. I'm just...
0: We, You and I are adventurous eaters.
1: You're more adventurous than I am, and I cannot recall eating a strange taco ever, so I picked the Choco Taco.
0: First off, you've had Taco (laughs) Bell, so anything there can be classified as a strange taco. Yeah, but
1: it's like, supposed to be... It defies the
0: laws of physics and nature.
1: Beef or chicken, so... (laughs) It's not strange. It's um, strange. Even okay. though
0: the, the cheese is like, it comes out of like a caulk gun.
1: I don't care what it comes out of. The cheese if for you like look, the, the plain nachos is magical. If you it, like the, the right sour kind.
0: cream and the cheese comes out of like it literally is yes. a caulk gun.
1: <laughs> I don't care.
0: Like you're doing something, like you're um, installing a shower and let me come over here and put the cheese on your taco.
1: You know what? I had Taco Bell hmm, about... Eight months ago, it was right after I started my my new job, and because I was taking the highway home, and there's a Taco Bell right by the entrance to the highway that I used to, the the way that I used to go to work, and I was like, Yeah, That's dangerous. Taco you Taco Bell, Bell on okay. a highway, you're gonna so have you to cannot, find another rest stop you cannot pretty quick. Eat Taco Bell in the car while you're driving; it's messy, and I made a mess all over myself. But could also, be messy
0: like you know, half hour later too.
1: I had convinced myself that I really needed to have Taco Bell, and so I got a taco because A it, taco? A taco. Because, not 10? No, just one. Because I had to drive and eat it. And I was like, that's going to be complicated. I only want to do this once. And I was like, this taco is going to be the best taco ever. And I ate it. And then I was like, that was not the best taco ever. I'm sad.
0: Speaking of Taco Bell, this is a bonus story. Do you remember one of our groomsmen when he turned 21? He did not want his <laughs> birthday to end. And then we went to Taco Bell. Um, and this is a guy who also... I'm pretty um, sure
1: I was more drunk than he was at his 21st yeah. birthday. Well,
0: and he also didn't want to make a mess, and he learned from one of his friends. So he went out to uh, Myers, which, if you're not familiar with Myers, <laughs> it is like a catch-all, like grocery store, department store sort of thing. And one of the Myers games is like, what can you do and check out at Myers and freak out the Czech cashier lady? Well, I got lighter fluid and bananas and a bowling ball. Yep, all things sold at Myers. Uh,
1: Myers game,
0: it's fun. You can do all sorts of combinations like that because Myers sells everything. We got tires and strawberries and baby wipes.
1: We bought tires from Myers. No, that's just part of the game. Um,
0: I don't remember what what kind of combinations can you come up with? Things sold at Myers that freak people out, or and make people wonder what the hell are they up to, especially if you're buying it at like eleven o'clock at night. That's
2: the best time to play. So
0: our 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 friend who was in our our, he's one of my groomsmen.
2: Yeah, he mutual was, friend. He was a class, very lovely.
0: Classmates of both of ours yep. in undergrad days. Uh, he was turning 21. He went out to Myers and bought Dickie's coveralls yep. in case he got sick. Mm-hmm. And then he decided to pace himself so slowly as we were all buying him shots on his birthday yes. that the waitress was threatening to take them back, Yep, which were like... Damn it, we're broke undergrads. You drink you're those. A, you're going to drink those. So then he started pounding them at the end when she was about ready to take them off the table. Because they'd been sitting there for three hours. And they needed the shot glasses. <laughs> Some of them
1: were gross. Well, because
0: so then. Yeah, brain hemorrhage was on the somewhere, table. Somewhere, <laughs> there's a picture of him hours. hanging out the window. The uh, the driver's side um, backseat window of a car in the drive-thru of Taco Bell throwing up.
1: I don't remember ever seeing well that because picture. we
0: weren't there, but I've seen the picture.
1: That's funny,
0: it's just like in his Dickie's coveralls, so he didn't I mean, mess that up his was clothes. a smart
1: move on his part, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But he did end up going to Taco Bell on his birthday, so and funny. the story ends. And then we went to Taco Bell, and actually, it ends with and then he threw up in the drive thru of Taco yeah, Bell. That's
1: uh, pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Also,
0: what something we didn't do, but on our way back from when we lived in Kalamazoo, uh, going back from anything in town, whether we were in school or downtown or whatever we had to drive by the big burrito oh. which was open to what 3 a.m. 4 yes. a.m. like it it has saved many a drunk college student not us cuz we just went home and we would make burritos
1: yeah no i remember going to a party while i was at western with my best friend and uh this guy like it was late and this guy showed up and he was very big and he had this like monstrous burrito and he sat down at the kitchen and like flopped this thing on the table and we were like, are you going to eat that whole thing? And he went, yes, I am. I am way too drunk to not eat this whole thing. And he ate every single bite of that like three pound taco. And then he was good to go for the rest of the night. And it was really just amazing. So mm -hmm.
0: medicinal values.
1: Yeah, it was something. But anyways, back to the uh, taco tales.
0: Oh, yes. You never did tell us the strangest I taco.
1: Told, I said it was a Choco Taco because I don't eat strange tacos. And I think everybody that's listening has probably had a Choco Taco. But if you haven't, it is an ice cream cone that is in the shape of a taco. And it has a
0: like cake cone, sugar cone, waffle cone,
1: like a waffle cone. And then it's got either chocolate or vanilla ice cream inside of it. These are like pre-made things that you can get at the grocery store. Um, and usually it's got some sort of chocolate syrup drizzled on top and the whole thing is frozen and it's delightful. You can put whipped cream on top. It's really good. Um, taco tacos. So strange. It's great. (laughs) Eh, Um, does it taste like it's 97 proof? Yes, it does. No, actually, I'm sorry. It does not. But it makes you feel like it's 97 proof. Um, it's, it's wonderfully smooth. It's wonderfully smooth. (laughs) So... (laughs) I like it a lot. Copper Top. No, Copper Craft.
0: Copper Holland,
2: Craft. Holland,
1: Michigan. I should not be allowed to talk on a podcast. What is the strangest taco that you have ever had? Because you have eaten some things.
0: I have. Uh, my strangest taco uh, is from Arlington, Virginia. So we're back to Virginia with the story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous about even saying this as you already had your glass of wine and now are on the whiskey. Uh, it was a tongue taco. Yeah, it was thinly shaved, slow cooked beef tongue on a taco. Had cilantro, uh, a little bit of uh, a nice fresh pico de gallo with a little bit of acid, a little, uh, a little bit of crumbly Mexican cheese. Uh, actually, it might have been feta, but it was definitely a cult- cross cultural piece going on there. And that you know is people are like. Ew! tongue the cows tasting you you know whatever <laughs> uh it has just intense beef flavor steak flavor very very good and it was cooked so well that it was just fall apart melt in your mouth melt on your tongue it's great nice. served on a flour tortilla
1: mm-hmm. yeah awesome
0: kind of a kind of a thicker street taco style yeah. flour tortilla too so it was almost heading towards the territory of non bread but it wasn't a non okay yeah. So that was the strangest taco. I right? remember it always when makes you
1: it, ate it because you came home and you were all excited about it. And I was like, oh, Makes
0: everyone make a face because he's like, tongue, tongue taco.
1: Gross. Yeah. But you still believe about it. and a lot it's of inappropriate jokes. Like, I don't know, what, almost 12 years since you had that taco and you still talk about it.
0: I still talk about I should make it sometime.
1: No, we you got, should not. We got
0: the Instapot. I could do some pressure cooking with it.
1: You're, mm-mm.
0: Just to watch the kids' faces. Not That's all of here. us want to eat tongue. Of course, we need a, a slicer, the uh, rotating slicer we to slice not it super thin.
1: those. Because I follow a lot of surgeons on Instagram, <laughs> and they have got some pictures of people with meat grinders and slicers, and we're not doing that. So,
0: mm-mm. Okay. Hey. Jessica. Round four. Our fourth of four rounds. What do you have for in this round? We're just going to do Taco Cousins. So, okay. no tacos this time. But, you know, there's the ongoing joke for Tex Mex food. It's like the same ingredients in, assembled in a different order. So now let's assemble it in a different order. Give me something that's uh, related to tacos.
1: All right. I will always enjoy a low carb taco pizza.
0: And can you give us a low carb taco pizza recipe? Maybe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, for the low carb taco pizza, what I like to do is I take a low carb tortilla. Flour tortilla, and that is the base of my pizza. So, getting the low carb in that way.
0: Do you make your tortilla crisp it up? Or okay, anything so and bake it, or do you yeah. start with just a limp tortilla? You and should
1: you should put it under the broiler for just like a minute, maybe a minute and a half. You don't want it to burn.
0: You you so put yours under the broiler. I I usually put mine on a cast iron skillet. But you same can effect. do that too. But yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and then I'm just basically using this tortilla to make a pizza. So I will put red sauce on there and I really like Italian sausage on my pizza. So I'll brown up some of that and then sprinkle it on top of my red sauce, cover the whole thing in mozzarella. I like fresh mozzarella, but if that's not available, then the shredded kind is fine. And then I will put the whole thing back into the oven and cook it up.
0: So when I do my taco pizza, um mm-hmm. uh, I also, especially the low-carb version, I will also do it on our tortilla so it's thin and crispy and crunchy. That's essentially just almost a a large tostada, but I get that crispy. Then I put on a liquidy taco sauce, Mm -hmm. or even if I have a pico de gallo, I might throw that in the blender, but I like it a little bit more uh, thicker. Put that down. Then I'll take ground beef or ground turkey with taco seasoning in it that we've cooked up. Even if like we had taco night and we have leftovers, sprinkle that on there, sprinkle the cheese on there, put it under the broiler like you do, melt the cheese, pull it out and then I'll sprinkle lettuce on top. Okay. And maybe dash some hot sauce on it too. So
1: yours is definitely more taco-y than mine. Mine is yes. Mine is just pizza with a low carb tortilla and I call it a taco.
0: <laughs> okay. A
1: taco pizza because of the tortilla.
0: Mine's more like yours a flattened crispy congratulations,
1: taco. Your's is flat tacos okay okay anyways what do you have for taco cousins
0: mine is a low carb taco dip
1: mm. and this
0: is a hot dip too so you're gonna preheat your oven to 350 and grease a baking dish round is better you don't want corners on this one because it's hard to dig out okay in the corners i mean the corners get crispy which is nice i like the crispy bits on it but you're gonna want a round uh baking dish okay and then you're going to stir together uh, an 8-ounce package of cream cheese, which, of course, you've softened because it's hard to mix in when it's rock hard out of the fridge.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Half cup of mayonnaise, half cup of sour cream. Then you're going to throw in uh, just a little bit of taco meat, whether that's turkey or beef or pork, but something you have left over from the night before it's been seasoned. It's already been cooked all the way through. Okay. Mix that in. And it's really, you know, I can't like most of this it's like how much do you want Uh, a half cup a cup i wouldn't go much more than that uh you can go even less but you're putting that in there Mm -hmm. chop up a a half cup to a quarter cup of green onions throw that in and then sprinkle in a cup of shredded cheddar cheese mix that all well in a bowl put that in your grease dish throw it into the oven for 20-25 minutes you want the dip uh, lightly browned on top, a little bit bubbly going on around the edges, pull it out and then garnish it with shredded lettuce, some diced tomatoes, maybe some black olives. And when you want to go eat it to keep the low carb thing, cause nacho chips, uh, really can add up the carbs. If you're watching your carbs, use pork rinds.
1: Ooh, yeah. Pork rinds. Plain
0: pork rinds. Cause you got all the flavor in there. But if you really want to also go with, go with barbecue ones, if you want to up the uh, heat ante a little bit.
1: Yeah. So good.
0: You can also, you know, use uh, celery sticks to dip in it, but, you know, instead of just having tortilla chips.
1: Celery sticks. Yeah. Crunchy, like taco chips, but not the same.
0: Hey, Jess. Hey, Marco. What's your favorite taco cousin experience?
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so there is a local restaurant. Yes. And it's called the Mark Three.
0: Is there a Mark 1 and 2? No. It's just called the Mark 3.
1: I don't know why. Like Nobody the, knows why.
0: All right. People will freak out with this, but like, there's a Bill Cosby movie, and the, the Bill Cosby thing will be freaking out, but it's called Leonard Part 6. There's no other Leonard. There's no Leonard 1 right. through 5.
1: It's fine. Just don't think too much about the name. Yeah. Anyways, um, it's called the Mark 3. It's been a staple in this town forever. I know that we were going there when we first moved to this place back in like the early '90s. So they've been around for a very long time, and they have this wonderful thing on their menu, and it is a big wet burrito. I believe it's called the bomb. Is it called the bomb? There's also the torpedo too. No, hold on.
0: Whether it is or not, it is the bomb.
1: Holy, shit, I don't think it's on the menu anymore.
0: Well, they have steak burrito. They don't... So back in the day, they had all sorts of uh, burritos. They had the bomb. They had the torpedo, the twin torpedo, all sorts of ones. Uh, I just brought up their menu and they've renamed everything. They still have you can get them wet or dry. And Jess, what's the difference between a wet burrito and a dry burrito? A
1: wet burrito is going to have sauce on top of it, and then a dry burrito has no sauce on top of it. Just like melted cheese. And yeah, it's got melted cheese on it, But it looks like
0: they've uh, gringoed up their menu, calling them the steak burrito, the burrito especial, the black bean burrito, and the classic burrito. Anyways,
1: they used to have one on there. It was a wet burrito, and it was called the bomb, and it was... You
0: know, that might be smart marketing by them, by the way. They remove explosive references when it comes to burritos.
1: No. Um... (laughs) They could, oh, I have. Anyways, <laughs> this is just too much for me to handle. No more bomb on the Mark Three. What am I gonna do? Um. So, anyways, I like got this when I was very young, and it quickly became my very favorite thing on the menu. I love a good wet burrito. They are fantastic. I love the sauce that they put on top with the melty cheese, and then inside it has like on the top of it, it's got the melty cheese and the sauce, and then it's got the lettuce and the tomatoes, but. What made theirs really, really good is that on the inside there's also lettuce and tomato. So I, I love tomatoes on my tacos and burritos and just to have all of those tomatoes everywhere just made me so happy. Um my parents really liked this restaurant. They had like a good drink menu. So we would go quite frequently with friends and this was always my go to. And I was very excited when we moved back here because I remember like craving having this while I was pregnant with three of our kids. Um in Virginia, it was impossible to get this because there was no way you were going to drive to Michigan just to get me a burrito, um, and then drive it back to Virginia twelve hours later.
0: You're also the woman we've already told the story about the forty dollars in ice cream one night. That
1: was your plan. Or then did night, that all by yourself
0: because I got frustrated because you kept changing your mind. Or when you like were craving and were like, cr- like hangry, hungry, angry for candy corn in the middle of summer. You know at the moment and it's like people are like oh order it online get on amazon it's like look amazon's quick they're not gonna get it here in the next five minutes
1: pregnant people don't want to hear your man excuses okay
0: oh my god
1: you find the things Mm
0: -hmm. don't lady bash me you
1: didn't find the things you got in a lot of trouble for not finding the things. back to
0: your big burrito
1: (laughs) anyways um it was just always one of my favorite things to get here in this town and it was delightful so. What's your
0: second favorite local burrito?
1: Um, Wet burrito. There is a wet burrito at a restaurant called Clementine's, which is also fantastic. Maybe theirs is called The Bomb. Let's look. Do they are know?
0: famous for their uh, onion rings, which are quite good. Oh, my
1: God. Their onion rings are great. They are not low carb. Do not order the onion rings if you're trying to be very good on low carb.
0: But if you want a good onion ring, order their onion rings.
2: <laughs>
0: Although I will say uh, Mad Fox Brewing in uh, Arlington, Virginia had better onion rings. But that's the only place we've ever been where I thought the onion rings were better than Clementine's.
1: Mm, I disagree. I think Clementine's beat out Mad Fox, but they were good.
0: Well, but Mad Fox was making their um, their batter, that went on the onion rings with their own beer. And, of course, I was drinking their beer, so it paired well. You know what? We had some other friends who had been to Clementine's who were out there with us in Virginia, and they agreed.
1: Yeah, so... Um... I just opened up Clementine's menu, and their wet burrito is called a South of the Border. Yes. And it's basically the exact same thing. Also delicious. Also, also big Yeah, you can order it and eat half for dinner, and then you have lunch for the next day. It's great. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite taco cousin experience, Mr. Marco?
0: Mine Marco? is the taco pizza at the Ambassador in Houghton, Michigan. So the Ambassador, and mm. think I think I've mentioned this before, is this old restaurant uh, it's got a great view of the lift bridge between Houghton and Hancock in Michigan, the, with the uh, Portage Canal right there. Famous for their fish bowls, which are very large brandy sniffers of mixed drinks. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
0: famous for their French dip sandwich, which is awesome. Uh, which was my favorite was the French dip, but also when they have pizzas and their taco pizza is outstanding. Their food is relatively inexpensive, even though it is great quality, great food. By the way, none of these places and none of these drinks sponsor us, but we're just raving about them. Uh, I was a student at Michigan Tech. I loved going there. When I turned 21, my, my parents gave me $150 of gift cards to the ambassador, which went a long way. <laughs> because not, the drinks were inexpensive. The, the food was relatively inexpensive. My brother used to love uh, to go. They had a sub-sandwich. That, uh, oh, you want some more Coppercraft? Uh-huh. Just a little bit. Uh, That you could get in different lengths, and it came on a paddle. Mm -hmm. He used to love to order the 24-inch. Yes, that is a two-foot-long sandwich. Um, But, yeah. They had a, a excellent taco pizza. And when you're sitting there drinking fish bowls and, you know, my fish bowls, my favorite was, well, I tried a lot of them and the, the Alabama Slammer, the Purple Rain. My favorite was the Pirate's Cove, which yes. was, of course, bright blue.
1: And you also figured out how to make those.
0: I, I had a friend who uh, <laughs> who had uh, uh, intimate relations with one of the bartenders who pillow talked the recipe and shared it with him and he shared it with me. Unbelievable. Not through pillow talk. Through. Drunk Paul? Drunk Paul actually was Drunk Paul. Shocking. Yeah, not to be confused with a uh, Paul from the ice rink.
1: No, different Pauls. No, no, dr- so many. Pauls. Drunk Paul
0: was a chemical engineer. Actually, I'm sure he still is.
1: I'm sure he is too.
0: Yeah, but he also had the house that was an old Victorian mining baron's mansion that he rented, and uh, the the civil engineer built the the bar in their kitchen, the with stand like eight people dancing on it. They the old uh coal uh chute down to the old furnace, which was no longer coal, they used to slide the kegs down. They built a they, a chemical, they built a old refrigerator and a scuba tank to build a kegerator, wired up to the uh plumbed up to the the kitchen.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: electrical engineer put in the sound system around the house, and of course, back when we were in college.
1: It was that like was a, a serious deal. thing. It was a
0: serious thing because there wasn't Wi Fi. So he wired the whole thing up and it was running off of MP3s that he had gotten um, through like Napster or whatever. Computer. Yeah. Up in his room, they had, you know, all, so it was a chemical engineer, a mechanical engineer, an electrical engineer, uh, a civil engineer, and an environmental engineer sharing this giant house with, like, of course, like the 14 foot ceilings and the staircase going upstairs that was like 20 inches wide. Mm hmm. Which was great for like you know you had one of your friends up visiting and she was a little intoxicated. The bathroom was upstairs and like, yeah, the hall, the staircase was so narrow that as she bounced off the walls, she didn't have to worry about falling down. There was no room to. She listens to this podcast too. <laughs> she knows who she is. We haven't had. Yeah, I enough.
1: have a distinct memory of that bathroom. So
0: yeah, why well, did you guys try to figure out the locks on them?
1: We tried to figure out lots of things about that bathroom. It didn't go well for us. Well, we had to go it was home after that. From the eighteen
0: hundreds. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes, the, the taco pizza in the at the Ambassador is my favorite taco cousin experience. Uh, how about a bonus one, though, from your family tree?
1: My family tree and my brother uh, went to a college in Michigan. We're going to leave it at that. There are several. There are several, and I'm not going to say which one. Your little went brother
0: went to a university. We'll just leave it Dude. at that.
1: Anyways, he and his friends decided to go on a voyage And when they got to the place they were going, they found that there was a food challenge. And the food challenge was to eat a four-pound burrito named the Big Wan. If you finish the Big One, you got your picture taken and stuck on the wall, and you got a t-shirt. It's like,
0: free t-shirt? I'm there. Yeah,
1: my brother was like, yes, I will eat this. And he did. And there's really fun pictures of it. Um. He did tell me that after he ate the whole thing and had the picture in the t-shirt, once they got outside, he got quite ill. <laughs> more Coppercraft for you.
0: I mean, the Traverse City's good, but let's we'll talk this out a little bit.
1: Okay, wait, you have more than me. so You want some more? Maybe a little bit more.
0: That's because you have a giant wine glass.
1: It's very tiny amounts, though. That's good. Whoa. I have to drink that. Don't waste it. I'm not going to waste it. It's very yummy.
0: Thank you, Dave and company.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so he ate the whole big one, made him very sick. But he got the T-shirt and his face is forever. He
0: did say it was tasty.
1: He said it was great.
0: Coming up and I mean, going down That's and disgusting. coming up. Yeah. Well, that was disgusting. So it was a four pound burrito in one sitting.
1: Well, you gotta do Was there you a need.
0: time clock or not?
1: Like my brother really likes T-shirts. Yes, he does. He He really, really likes T-shirts and it's fine. Sometimes you eat giant tacos to get t-shirts for free. Burritos. Whatever.
0: Sometimes you eat the big one.
1: Right. So that was the bonus (laughs) story.
0: Oh, how's it going, Jessica? It's fantastic. Fantastic. I missed getting to do this. I mean, that was the downside of like the whole draft thing is like you and I didn't get podcast night. And this is a fun, fun, like little release, fun little time for us. Without the kids. No We love kids. the kids, but it's fun to actually have a conversation. Where we're not interrupted by poop conversation every other sentence.
1: Or random.
0: Or somebody climbing over you. Like, uh, kid four's new thing is, like, we're working on saying, may, will you please pass blank. Instead of her getting out of her chair, running like the little slap slap of the little feet, which I do love the little slap slap of the little feet across the floor. And then she's crawling up on your lap and reaching across your plate to grab whatever <laughs> she needs. It's like. We'll pass Just it ask. to you. Yeah.
1: All you have to do is ask.
0: Or, and don't burst into tears like, what's wrong?
1: I really need some cheese and it's across the table. Well, you could ask for it. Parenting is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tons of fun. You like it. Well,
0: we'll discuss that some more because we also <laughs> have, uh, we'll get into the end of the school year, heading into summer, all that in the next episode. But before we go this time, Jessica. Marco. Red Arrow Challenge. We have it. Yes, we do. The Red Arrow Challenge (laughs) is our weekly multi sport competition, really like no other. Compete in all the different uh, activities by age group and for the champions in each category, each age group. We give a shout out each week on the podcast. Free to sign up, free to join. You can create a username off of our, actually, just go to our Instagram. Username is red arrow HW link in the bio. You can create your username for free. Start tracking your distances and put in your totals at the end of the week for free. And for the most recent week. Swimming. So clearly the cold snap that like swept through impacted <laughs> things. So <laughs> 20 to 29 Gator Boy, 60 to 69 kilogram mil.
1: Wow. Running.
0: 9 and under, easy e 10 to 19, Soleil, 20 to 29, Gator Boy, 30 to 39, The Logan, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, Johnny B, Good, no one older than that, featured members, which are you and me, me. Walking. 9 and under, easy e 10 to 19, Lucky Dude, 20 to 29, Smytha, 30 to 39, SB, Nikki, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, Mary Mary, 60 to 69, Pac-Mac, featured members, me.
1: Biking on road.
0: 20 to 29, Husky Mike, 30 to 39, Cyclopath, 40 to 49, Coach T. Nobody in 50 to 59, but 60 to 69, Kilogram Mill, feature members, me.
1: Biking off road. 20
0: to 29, Husky Mike, 30 to 39, Dirt Devil, 40 to 49, Rando 7. Nobody older than that. And you and I stay on the road.
1: Sit down paddling.
0: Oh my God, nobody.
1: (laughs) Stand up paddling.
0: 20 to 29, Gator Boy, 30 to 39, Me West, 40 to 49. Nobody. 30, 50 to fifty nine, Mary Mary, sixty to sixty nine, sunny D, and you and I don't stand up pedal.
1: Cross country skiing.
0: Finally, cross country skiing is reappearing. Uh I'm clearly our it's warm. yeah, but it's our two all last summer that did it. And then we're uh-huh. like, look, either they live someplace really, really cold or they've got a, like a Nordic track type machine.
1: Nordic track
0: 40 to 49, El Tiburon 95, and 50 to 59, Big One 64. Skating. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39, Benny. 40 to 49, Great One. Hockey. 20 to 29, Lexi. 30 to 39, Wildcat. 40 to 49, Coach T. 50 to 59, Herb. Nobody older than that. Featured member, me. Points. Nine and under, Easy e 10 to 19, Soleil. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39, Wildcat. 40 to 49, Coach T. 50 to 59, Mary Mary. 60 to 69, Kilogram. Male feature members, Me.
1: Good job, Marco. You won again. Woo! Amazing.
0: I know. But you know what, though? The kids are out. Kid one is old enough to babysit. Hopefully soon you and I will get out back to the bicycle clubs and get some miles in. I'm looking forward to riding with you. It would also help if it wasn't like over 90 degrees on those nights.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Not going to ride or not going to ride on 90 degree night?
1: Not going to ride on 90 degree night. I don't blame you. I I can't do it.
0: But on the nicer nights, we'll get out there. We'll get some miles in in the near future. Yep. We'll work out this whole schedule. But for now, this has been another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. We drop episodes almost every week. They come out on Mondays. Subscribe. Listen. This is the sixty sixth episode, so we got plenty of other ones to go back and listen to.
1: So many episodes,
0: but Jessica, we've got pulled pork, pulled pork tacos, carnitas in the slow cooker. Woo-hoo. Kids are gonna make sliders out of them. Yep, I'm starving. Let's go eat. <laughs> okay. we've been talking about food this whole time. It's been fun.
2: Well, it's fun. Bye.